It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This is Matt for Behind the Gloves in association with S-Jam Boxing. Delighted to be joined by Frank Smith and Matchroom Boxing. First off, we'll just start off as we always do. How's things? How's everything going for you? Yeah, well, good, thanks, mate. Good to be back in Leeds. It's been a, been a long time since we've been here. Um, so excited to do a show. Just been to Headingley. Unbelievable stadium. They've done a great job there, and I think it is going to be electric on Saturday night. Yeah, I've just seen Headingley on Instagram, what they've done with it. It looks absolutely amazing. 20,000 fans expected? Yeah, 20,000 expected down there, and I think, you know, this is is what Josh needs is what Josh is used to having and you know, I think it's going to make a big difference for him on the night compared to the last one behind closed doors. Yeah I spoke to Sean he's obviously his dad and trainer already about um, how does it feel this time around and he says this time it feels proper last time Josh you know he, Josh even said to himself he saw Maurizio and he almost said you know I felt a bit sorry for him coming in I don't think he'll feel sorry for him this time around after what happened but do you think that's a telling factor the fact we've got the fans it's in his backyard and be able to go through the gears a bit more and deal with what Maurizio is going to bring. Yeah, look, it, don't get me wrong, it's a tough test. It's a tough fight, isn't it? We yeah. saw Mar what Maurizio Lara did, went in there and did, and he's only going to be mentally stronger this time around because he's been in there and done it once before. But I do think, you know, all these things are in are in Josh's favour, being back here. And, um, you know, maybe he didn't, he didn't take that challenge as seriously as he will this yeah. um, so but you know one thing we know it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a war it's going to be a, a real terror absolutely and obviously now the domestic scene with the likes of Lee Wood Kid Galahad now has got Josh's old belt there's plenty of matches to make would you say could this be potentially a make or break for Josh because when you look at what he's achieved in his career he's been the underdog so many times against your likes of your Selby's your Framptons even Galahad people were sort of 50-50 with it he's achieved such a lot world champion he's put Leeds back on the map for boxing um, is this make or break for him? It's a big night for him. Uh, you know, I think I still think he's got a lot to offer the sport. Um, what he's done, what he's brought to boxing, has been huge. So, you know, 
he's gonna. I don't think he'll be thinking. He wants to get in there. And, he wants to get in there and get the win. That's all that matters to him. Um, and you know, we, I believe he can go in there and do the business. But it's a, it's a real tough test. Um, and you know, he's still got a lot more left, Josh Warrington. This isn't you know, win, lose, draw, whatever it is. You, you're still going to see more of Josh Warrington, I'm sure. Absolutely. I only say that not because he's like a fighter of age. Just when you suffer a knockout loss, and depending on how Saturday goes, obviously sometimes it can determine how things play out. Um, the card on itself, we've got Katie Taylor, undisputed, absolute queen of boxing, superstar, brilliant fight on there, going against Jennifer Han. Um, not to overlook her opponent, but I think most people would be expecting Katie to come through. There's plenty of big fights out there for her, Jonas rematch, um, Jessica McCaskill, um, and obviously Amanda Serrano's just picked up a win, and that fight's been on the cards for a long time. What would you like to see Katie do for someone who's achieved so much already? Where would you like to see her go after this, potentially, if she gets through Touchwood? You know, as you say, she's, she has done so much already. Um, there's so many fights out there for her. I think Amanda Serrano is a, is a great fight, one we've wanted to make for a long time. And, you know, I think she said the other day after her win last week that she wants that fight. Um, so that's one. You know, you've got Jessica McCaskill, who's here, obviously. She's flown over this weekend. Um, that's, a, that's a great fight for her as well. You know, she, she'd look to become undisputed champion at another, another weight. So, you know, look, K Katie's done so much for the sport of boxing, another person who's done so much for the sport of boxing, um, and there's there's massive opportunities for her. It's a, uh, you know, but she's got to get through Saturday night. You know, we look at these, look at each fight, and you can, it's a bit like when you looked at Josh Warrington and Maurizio Lara yeah, originally. Absolutely. It's quite, you, you say, people think she should, this should be an easy test for her, but, you know, every fight at this level, you know, they're, they're not foregone conclusions. How are we doing, Connor? Right, good, how are you? Oh, and Connor Ben's fighting as well, isn't it? What's happening, Frank? How are you? What's happening, Frankie? Crushing it in the gym, Connor? Come on, yeah, come on mate. No! Go on. What am I doing? Oh, my God. Crushing it in the gym. <laughs> mate, I was doing an interview. What were we doing? I was doing an interview. What was you doing in the gym? I was crushing it in the interview. Go on, son. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a bit of Spanish prepared for Conor later if he wants to come and interview with us but yeah he said he was getting them t-shirts done last week that's class um, another big card coming up we've got AJ Usyk I think when that fight originally got made um, when people started making the you know predictions and comparisons everyone were like well AJ's heavyweight Usyk's coming up but as that fight has slowly crept near and Usyk's producing his training videos doing his usual sort of taunting and messing around like he usually does the consensus is now sort of shifting to this could be a lot trickier than people first thought. What's your thoughts and opinions on the fact? Look, you can't. Usyk was uh, Usyk when he was the undisputed cruiserweight champion of the world. You know what is? You can't question what he's done in the sport already. So he brings his own challenges for AJ that maybe he hasn't faced before. I, I, I believe AJ goes in there and I believe he knocks him out. Um, but again, all these fights at this highest level, we've seen time and time again, anything can happen. Um, but I think I think AJ does a good job on him personally. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's not it's not an easy fight. Yeah, not a foregone conclusion. It's difficult when you talk about the likes of Katie Taylor, Anthony Joshua, to not always sort of be looking at planning ahead and for the bigger ones. We've seen it with the planning for the Fury Joshua fight, etc. Um, moving on, something that came out recently. Um, Chris Eubank Jr. and Billy Joe Saunders. Billy Joe's put on his Instagram, he'll fight him, give him five million and he'll fight him. Now, I'm assuming Billy Joe obviously has every intention of coming back um, to the sport after that loss to Canelo. Is that a fight that you would still want to see a rematch between Billy Joe and Chris Eubank Jr.? Yeah, look, it's a very interesting fight. You yeah. can't you can't not say. Um, 
do I think it, I don't think it happens but yes if your question is do, do I think it's interesting very interesting what reasoning for it would, wouldn't be happening do you think Billy Joe sort of saying you're gonna have to pay me like an extravagant amount to get it back in the ring with you when I've already got the win do you think that'll be the stumbling block or do you think it's just a case of he may not want to give him the rematch because of every sort of everything that gets said since the last one no, look, I, I don't think take away whether he wants to it, all these things come down to does it make sense for them really financially and he's named a price I'm sure Eubank Jr. will expect exactly the same as Billy Joe Saunders so see what happens um, I sort of I've touched on this with a few people already but I'm going to talk about it but Jake Paul because we've not spoke about this Logan Paul, Jake Paul, I see them two slightly differently. You've got Logan who's done the exhibition stuff and Jake Paul seems to be dedicating you know, this part of his life anyway to trying to be a professional boxer. Just fought Tyron Woodley and beat him by a split decision. What's your take on all this? Is this just a short-term money grab for him or did you watch that and think, you know what, fair play, he's got in there with someone who's a little bit more of a striker. But to get recognition in this spot, does he have to go and fight uh, maybe a Tommy Fury or somebody else to maybe say, you know what, Fair enough. Look, I think my, my view on it is there's not much difference from Jake Paul deciding he wants to become a professional boxer to me deciding I want to become a professional boxer. Oh, or you, but yeah, <laughs> but we can all say, I would like to become a professional boxer. It's just because he's doing it in front of 16,000, 20,000 fans and on pay-per-view, people yeah. dislike it. But he's built an audience, fair play to him. I think to really be taken seriously in the boxing business, he has to fight a boxer. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but you can't take away... For it. Like you can't question what he has done just yeah. because the people don't like him. Well, that's the truth. A lot of people go, I don't like this guy, so yeah. I'm going to question what, what he's gone into the sport for. Yes, he's doing well. He's built a platform, so fair play to him. But, like I say, to, to be taken seriously in the sport, he's need to fight a boxer. And I think that that's his long-term plan. I don't think he's in it just to three, four fights, make a load of money and go. I actually think he's interested in being in the sport. It seems that way, doesn't it? And his hit list, I mean, I question a lot of the names on that hit list if they'll ever happen, but when you look at the likes of, you know, um, Conor McGregor, if them two ever fought, that potentially would be, you'd say he's not a boxer, Conor McGregor, but a lot of maybe amateur background. Um, they're, they're big fights, big pay-per-view money spinners. Um, Oscar Valdez just come out, he's um, failed a drugs test. I've seen a lot of talk on Twitter that there's still potentially that match matchup still could be going on what's your thoughts on this whole um, failing drugs test and stuff like that what's your thoughts on it Look, I think there's an ongoing I think there's an ongoing legal dispute going, or, they, or they've been in and out of meetings about it I think we have to wait and see what comes of that really you know before we have any comment you know comment on it because you know ultimately you can ruin someone's career in the click of her fingers until they've had the right to you know, look at the evidence etc so I think we have to really see what comes out of that and then and then go from there absolutely no problem um one thing i just wanted to touch on manny pacquiao his defeat to yugas um to be fair yugas took that fight on short notice but he was obviously ready and staying fit and ready for it uh, manny pacquiao legend of the sport there really isn't anything for him to achieve that will cement his legacy any further do you think we see him back again do you think we'll see him in the ring again yeah i do i think he loves boxing like what is he 42 43 42 42 years old he you know he loves the sport of boxing and you know he went in there and he didn't get the win but I just think I do think he'll come back 
don't know, get two, but I think he will. It's always one of them, it's nice to see, but then you look at some point and you just think, you know, when does it, when, when will it end? He's been fighting for, you know, like three, four decades. But he's not like, he's not sort it's not like he's lost all his ability and there's no skill set left and there's no fitness left yeah. and you know you're saying this guy shouldn't be boxing he could still beat 90% yeah. of you know or he could arguably beat all of them on, on a good day so yeah. you know I think it's only he can tell and you know he's still he's still got that desire to do it um, Sky Sports obviously Matchroom and Sky have had a great relationship for many years and you know that necessarily hasn't changed just because you know Matchroom have partnered with DAZN what do you make of the new sort of direction Sky are going in with the likes of Boxer Top Rank they've announced loads of shows recently Josh Taylor in Scotland uh, I think Huey Fury said lining the card in New Castle, um, I know I've missed one out, but there's um, Eubank Juniors. I think got an eliminator as well. What's your opinion on the sort of take? Is it just is it just a case of it's it's good for competition? It's good to see like that there's other platforms. What's your sort of take on the move Sky have done? Yeah, look, good luck to them. Good luck to Sky. Good luck to Boxer. Good luck to Top Rank. You know, we're we're not the kind of people who talk down on yeah. people and other. You know, it's we we too focused on our own journey on, that we're on. Yeah. Um, building our story, our business, our relationship with the zone so good luck to them you know yeah. they're uh, Sky you can't argue Sky have got a great platform um, but I believe we've we, you know I believe we're the driving force in global boxing and will continue to be so um, and you know they've got they got like the, those few shows you mentioned they got the boxer tournaments um, I don't know who's going to sort of face up and head all of this It'll be interesting to see how that how that plays out um, but yeah I think the fighters that they've gone with have made a decision that made you know made made sense for their career um, and we'll get the focus over there on that platform um, you know I'm, I'm happy with the with the team of fighters we've got and we work with and we'll continue to build and build out that stable on a global scale so yeah it's uh, competition's good we've always had you know we, whether it's BT and Frank Warren whether it's Sky whether it's Channel 5 whoever it is it's good but I think if you too many people in this sport focus on what everyone else is doing don't worry about what everyone else is doing just focus on your own business and if you put 100% in you, you'll stay at the top so this is just the final point um, you mentioned looking after yourselves and DAZN have just announced a new price point um, Eddie said when we did the um, fight camp press conference you'll be surprised it's not going up astronomical amounts it's very um, very good value for money and I have to agree with him 7.99 it's not over you know over 10 quid a month for what you'd pay for Canelo pay-per-views in the States I mean you'd be paying like 60 60 quid effectively um, are you pleased when you see the price come out like that that you know subscribers will stay and they'll continue to grow rather than pushing it too far out if you know what I mean yeah look this is design's business it's what they specialize in they know their audience and their customer base um, and yeah so I think it's a good price and now ultimately it's on us to ensure we deliver the best quality content so we're off doing that now and you'll see some announcements very soon you know we announced Dillian White's back October 30 yeah. opponent for that soon and you know some other big shows in the pipeline so we're on it and uh, we'll make sure people get their value for money brilliant well Frank Smith thanks very much for talking to Behind the Gloves and yeah we'll catch up again hopefully maybe later in the week appreciate it Sports Social Podcast Network With Lucky Land Slots you can get lucky just about anywhere 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.